0: Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. Go to the book of Galatians is where we're at in the book of Galatians. And uh, we've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit, and uh, so we've worked our way down in Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 5, and uh, I know I mentioned it, but isn't the weather odd? Isn't this the oddest weather we have had in March going into April? How many, this is your time of the year? This is the time of the year that you love? Okay, all right. This is the time of the year that you hate? Okay. How many don't care? All right, good, 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 as long as we're all on the same page. There you go. And uh, we're going to be done a little bit after eight tonight, and so I just want to make you aware of that. And uh, so Galatians chapter five, and we have been talking about the, the fruit of the spirit. We've been talking about this is what comes out, uh, that our flesh will always have our flesh with us. And until the day the Lord comes back, he's the only one uh, that will take care of all of our problems. But as long as you and I walk in this flesh, then we do have that ability to react according to the flesh rather than according to the spirit. So so understand that in Galatians chapter 5, when we're looking at verse number 16 uh, through verse number 26, if you will. So this section of verses... In verse number 16, this I say then, walk in the Spirit. And then if you'll drop to verse number 18, it, but if ye be led of the Spirit. So once somebody walks in the Spirit, and once somebody is led of the Spirit, then what happens is, in verse number 22, the fruit of the Spirit starts to emerge. So understand, everything that is listed in verse 22 and 23 exists on the inside of you if you are a believer you don't have to have this developed in you it is in you because the spirit lives on the inside Uh, it is one thing for you and I to mature and to learn a skill set and to become better but spiritually you already have complete in you the fruit of the spirit the only difference, whether or not it comes out in your life or whether it comes out in my life, is if we are walking in the Spirit and if we are led by the Spirit. Now, when it talks about being about walking in the Spirit, it, it simply means to make one's way, uh, to make due use of opportunity. It means to regulate one's life. Do, we, we, I, th- I think Christians become short-lived when they think to themselves, well, you know, i i'm going to be spiritual but when your life is filled with the non-spiritual there's no way to be spiritual so walking in the spirit is arranging your life with spiritual things all of us um, have something about this world that we love to do and all of us have those things that um, cars fishing th- there, there are different things that we love to do and Understand that when these loves that we have, and that's all we do, then you're going to find out to the degree that we do the loves of this world, then the Spirit of God doesn't get excited about that. But when we arrange our world with spiritual things. So if I were to ask you to take just today, what spiritual things did you incorporate in your day? So so what spiritual things did you surround yourself with when you were in your car, when you were in your truck, when you're in your vehicle, while you're at your house? What spiritual things did you all of a sudden surround your spiritual man with? Because you're either feeding the flesh or you're feeding the spirit. It is very interesting that the devil knows exactly how to get our young people. Would we all agree with that? The, the devil knows that when we were younger, to feed the flesh, we would have to have we'd have to go places. If somebody said your music's in the cloud, how many would go? What? I asked a young person just the other day. Hey, you ever seen a rotary phone? They, they were about seventh grade, and they were like rotary phone. You know them things that you you you, and then they go all the way back. They had no idea what I was talking about. I had to show them what a rotary phone was, and they were like, "Oh, oh, my grandmother has one of those. We play with in the in the play. They think it's a toy." Y'all understand that when when we were younger, to do things wrong, to appeal to the flesh, we had to go someplace. We had to take objects. We had to. Go away from people that are peering eyes, but you, I promise you, if you take the average young person in this world that's walking around with one of these white things hanging out their ear, and if you took that air Bud or ear pod, and you took it and you put it in your ear, I promise you the things coming out of there is not preaching. Do you know, I wouldn't tell them this, but y'all remember the days when you could tape over a cassette tape? Y'all straighten up your halo, straighten it up. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to show my my uh, mm, Jack Hiles. My dad said, you listen to Jack Hiles? Absolutely not. And because uh, you could tape over those things. Listen, but this day and time. So the more we surround ourselves with the spiritual, the more we're feeding the spirit. And when you start feeding the spirit, what's going to happen is, is that this fruit of the Spirit is going to start coming out in your life. And so when it talks about walking in the Spirit, it simply means to arrange your world with the maximum amount of spiritual things, those things that the Spirit of God gets behind. Please don't discount the fact that you are too old to be influenced by wrong. make no provision for the flesh. That's not a young person's verse. That's an old person's verse. And it's like, well, that TV show won't hurt me. That TV show may not lead you into immorality, but it'll keep the fruit of the spirit from coming out in your life. Well, you know, I love that song. That that song is is all about what? It's all about the world. And what happens is, is that we feed this flesh, if anybody ought to be more excited about the things of God, you know who it ought to be? It ought to be you. It ought to be me. Why? Because we have been saved longer. We have had the ability for this spirit that lives on the inside, for it to start to develop us to where all of a sudden we are excited. But the older you get, the less active you get at times, and the more you just want to watch TV and listen to this and just sit And let the world feed your soul. Let me encourage you that you cannot let the fruit of the Spirit come out if you are not walking in the Spirit. Then it talks about being led by the Spirit. This is where the Spirit starts guiding. Once you're walking in the Spirit, then the Bible tells us that in verse number 18, but if ye are, if ye be, but if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. So all of a sudden, the whole book of Galatians is about this. You're saved by the spirit of god you are to walk in the spirit of god and the same thing that starts happening with lost people trying to better themselves lost people trying to turn over a new leaf they're trying to do more to get to heaven a christian can find themselves trying to do more good things to counter the bad things in their life understand this the only thing that kills the flesh is the spirit if we can't make it to heaven Based on the flesh and fixing it, nobody can walk in the spirit by fixing the flesh. This is something that the the spirit of God has to do. I was talking in 930 Bible study about the gates and we've been studying the gates and we have made our way all the way around to the fountain gate. And I'm going to reiterate this, but walking in the spirit and being led of the spirit. The gate right before the fountain gate was the dung gate the dung gate, and then you had the valley gate, the dung gate, and then you had the fountain gate. No matter what was destroyed in the city of Jerusalem, it's a very interesting study, that this, this this fountain flowed underneath this city. And this fountain was the one that fed the king's garden. So in everybody here, you have the Holy Spirit. If you're saved, you've got this spring of living water that is on the inside, And it's waiting to do its work. But unfortunately, most people, if I could face this way, and and if this is the past failures, and this is where the Spirit of God wants us to be, most people are walking in the Spirit, trying to, going backwards. And what they're doing is they're going backwards with their focus on failure when you don't fix the failure or the guilt of failure with the flesh. You just walk in the spirit and then the spirit takes care of all this and then the spirit leads you. So once you and I make up our mind, I'm surrounding myself with spiritual things and giving the spirit of God the most, the maximum amount of tools that he can have to speak to me. That's why I think that you need to surround your truck, your vehicle. Let me, let me just give you a good piece of advice. Why don't you take the next seven days and make up your mind, I'm listening to nothing in my vehicle except songs, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and then put preaching on. You, you and I have the Internet available to us, and we have podcasts available to us. Um, I was preaching in South Texas two weeks ago, or a week ago, and on the way back for Wednesday night, I listened to an entire series on the love of God. And listening to that love of God in that entire series, although the preacher preached scriptures that I have heard a hundred times, he said three things in that series on the love of God that I walked away going, God loves me. Do you know what the Spirit of God did? I gave the Spirit of God that which he needed for now for him to lead me. One of the reasons I know that the Spirit of God is leading me is that now the fruit of the Spirit is starting to come out and supersede my flesh. So somebody says, how do you know how to walk in the Spirit? You walk in the Spirit by arranging your world to have nothing but spiritual. I I know, all of us, technology, technology, the availability now to where we can, at the, our fingertips, we can watch anything. YouTube, Hulu, all this kind of, th- these platforms are available to us. And there's a lot of times we think to ourselves, well, you know, God understands. God gives me a free pass. And And you know why we think that way? Because we watch things and listen to things and then God doesn't judge us. And we think to ourselves, I'm okay, I'm good. But God has this Godhead and this fruit of the spirit to where he wants to do powerful things in your life and in my life, but we have to walk in the spirit and then the spirit of God will lead us and then the fruit of the spirit will come out. When you come to Galatians chapter five, and now we're gonna work our way down uh, to where we're in verse number 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Now, these are the three things that happen on the inside of us so that the next thing, the, the fourth part of this fruit, long-suffering. You and I are going to go through seasons to where we're going to have to endure. Go back to Galatians, if you're in Galatians chapter 5, and uh, look at verse number 5. Let me go back and reiterate this. For we, through the Spirit, wait. We do not wait through the flesh. If you and I are waiting for the Lord's return with the flesh, and we're waiting in fleshly mode, get ready, because you're going to bite fight, devour. You're going to get irritated. Things are going to irritate you. But if you wait through the spirit, if every day you wake up and and, and sometimes people will say, pastor, what you're asking me to do is impossible. No, it's not. It is possible because you're saved. Everything I'm telling you that's in this word is not something you have to go out and get. It, it, It exists right there on the inside of you. But there has to be a decision made by you and I to say, I am not going to surround my world. Your phone, my phone is the container of everything coming in from the world. You no longer have to go to the store. You now have the store on your phone. And I would encourage every believer to go through those devices and start cleaning out anything that the spirit could not use To bring his fruit out in your life when you start preaching this way they're like stay out of my music stay out of my entertainment stay out of my life i'm trying to get into where you let the spirit break through the spirits going 100 miles an hour in the godhead on the inside of you and i and it's ready to go 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 you and i put it up on blocks and we don't let it get going And the reason is, is because the flesh lusteth against the spirit, the spirit lusteth, verse number 17, if you look at it, the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary. So there are two things fighting. The two things fighting are the flesh and the spirit, and the reason the flesh wins more than the spirit, and the reason that on the inside, look at verse 22, there is no love, there is no joy. There is no peace. Anxiety is not of God. Anxiety is when the flesh and the spirit are at battle on the inside. This shouldn't be. And and, and you and I will never always walk in the spirit, but boy, we can give it a good shot. Why don't you make up your mind just tomorrow? On the way home tonight, you know what the average Baptist does when they get home from church? Go to the refrigerator, grab the remote and sit down. This is what the average Baptist does. Say, Pastor, how do you know? (laughs) Because it's what my wife does. No, I'm kidding. And, uh, Pastor, how do you know? Because it's amazing to me when you go by people's houses and you start praying for them, a thunderstorm's going on on the inside of their house. And I'm thinking, man, they got electricity problems. Only to find out it's the TV going. Come on now. So, you and I have got to understand the more that we give the flesh, the more the Spirit's going to back up. And there's this lust that the Spirit's saying, look, I just want, I want to be alive in your life. Because when you get to the fourth part of this fruit, long-suffering, there are going to be those seasons to where we're going to go through things and then gentleness and then goodness. Now let's talk about faith. Can we talk about that? So when the Spirit now is coming out, when you are arranging your life to where I want to be about the Spirit of God, then this word faith found here is very interesting. Uh, it's it's defined in four words. Uh, it's defined in the word confidence. It's defined in the word conviction. It comes out as fidelity, and it comes out as faithfulness. Now, it's very interesting that it is the seventh of this. So you have, uh, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. That's four. Gentleness. That's five. Goodness. That's six. And then faith. This faith is, is very interesting. 239 times that you're going to find that the English word faith, uh, is, is found 239 times elsewhere in the New Testament but this word faith is is only find, found five other places so when you're studying the bible and when i look at okay this word faith has got to be very unique because it's something the spirit brings with it so let's look at the five places that this word faith is found and this way you and i understand that when the spirit is is when you're walking in the spirit and you are being led of the spirit then right behind this is not an abandonment for what you've been taught. It's a commitment for what you've been taught. Can I say that again? It is not an abandonment for what the Bible says. It's a grabbing hold. You see, the Spirit is not trying to distance itself from Jesus Christ. The Spirit is trying to get you and I to get closer to Jesus and have more of a commitment. When when I hear believers all the time, it seems like when they're struggling with their faith, they're like, "I'm not really sure, Pastor, that that this kind of this this vein of of, of Bible living is where it needs to be." And when they tell me that, then all I have to do is go back and I ask them, "Go back. What are you surrounding your life with?" And when they're honest with me, they're not surrounding it with God. They're surrounding it with the world, the flesh. And no wonder there's no spirit happening in them. If you and I could just go back and just cut out all the peripherals, then what you're going to find out is all of a sudden there would be this fidelity. There would be this conviction. There would be this belief. And all of a sudden, we are solid in who we are, and we believe something. So let's look at it. Go to Acts chapter 17 and verse 31. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 31, when somebody's walking in the Spirit, Acts chapter 7, 17 and verse number 31. If you'll you'll back up in verse number 29, this is going to be very insightful. Well, the whole story starts in verse number 22. Are you there? So understand that that this is very telling that when these things are not happening, then you always go back and say, how much spiritual am I putting in my life? How much? How, how much of the spiritual? How, how much am I walking in the spirit? Because when you're walking in the spirit and the spirit's guiding you, then this fruit starts coming up. And this word faith, there's there's this. It's not an unknown. I know what's going on. But here in Acts chapter 17, it begins in verse 22. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I pass by, behold, your devotion, I found an altar with the inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship. Him declare I unto you, God that made the world. Now he starts going through some definites here. So he says, God that made the world, look at verse 25, neither is worshiped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood, verse 26, all nations, look at verse 27, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from everyone. Verse 28, for in him we live and move. Now remember, they were worshiping to an unknown God. So they're sitting here going, well, I, I just don't know. I, I, I really don't know what this God is. And Paul comes along and says, wait a minute, you're too superstitious. Because let me tell you who he is. So he starts nailing down some definites. And when somebody's walking in the spirit, when somebody's being led of the spirit, there's no waffling on the things found in the book. There's a commitment to the things of the book. There no longer is this, I don't know. Maybe they're right. Maybe the liberal crowd gets it right. Listen, the liberal crowd does not get it right. Because keep reading here that they should seek, verse 29, Verse twenty-nine: for as much as we are the offsprings of God, we ought not to think of the Godhead as likened to gold and silver. So he's trying to help them. Look at verse 30. And the times of this ignorance, God winked at but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. And then look at verse 31. Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given, what's the next word, please, assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. Paul's conclusion was this. One day you're going to know the fact of it and there's going to be this assurance the word faith this is the first time that it's used someplace else in english word and you know what it does it goes from ambiguous unclear to definite when the spirit of god is alive in somebody's life and they are walking in the spirit and they're being led of the spirit there's no well maybe they're right no 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 No. The spirit of God's faith is definite. There's no waffling. And as a pastor, when people come and they they say, you know, pastor, the spirit's leading us. If they're leading, if they say the spirit's leading us because we're just not sure. No, 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 no. Spirit doesn't lead to the question mark. The Spirit doesn't lead to the guessing. The Spirit of God leads to definites. I may not understand it, but isn't that why it's called faith? Because there's this assurance. So so the first word that is translated in is the word assurance. Please know this, that when somebody's arranging their world to let the Spirit of God thrive then the Spirit of God's going to start leading. And when the Spirit of God starts leading, you do not start walking with tiptoes. You start walking heel first, confidence. I know whom I have believed. I'm assured of this. This is how we need to live. Why? Because this is how the Spirit leads. God's not the author of confusion. He's just not. And, it, it, and I'm, I'm just going to give you a good piece of advice. If all of a sudden... You are not assured. Do not second guess where you're at. Go back and look at your life. Go back and strip your world of anything that feeds the flesh and go on a fast and then find out what the Spirit says. This is why camp is so amazing. This this is why when our young people go to camp, sometimes I wish we could have old people camp, right? But but then we wouldn't get up till 10. We'd have to go to bed by three. (laughs) You know, we couldn't get much done in that in-between time. Uh, But Brother Bowen, how many times did we see revival break out at camp because they unplugged? But I'll tell you who got the most was the adults. The counselors who went? when they started unplugging the counselors were like oh i I needed this week i needed this week why because the older you get the more toxic you become if you really want to see the spirit start bolstering your faith well pastor i just no 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 walk in the spirit because this assurance god will take you from being superstitious to assuring no this is what needs to happen. If you would, go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The, the next way, place this is, this is talked about is in 2 Thessalonians and um, chapter 2. So, when the Spirit of God, this one fruit of the Spirit, faith, is, is very isolated because the Spirit then is working in the believer. And when the Spirit of God starts working, it starts shoring up things. This, this is what this means. You become more confident in your faith. When the Spirit of God is there, the Spirit of God is not guessing. It's not leading. And and, and, and and before we read 2 Thessalonians, and we're in chapter 2, is where we're going. The Spirit of God is not headed someplace that he doesn't know where he's going. The Spirit of God knows exactly where he's taking you. You and I sit on this side, and we go, well, where are you going to be in 10 years? Well, you know, whatever happens in life, the Spirit, doesn't look, the Spirit doesn't work that way. The Spirit goes, I know where you need to be in 10 years, and I know what you need to be in 10 years. And this is the faith that is talked about when this fruit of the Spirit. Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and let's, let's, let's back up to verse 10. Verse 9, even him, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and... Um, And Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions, that they shall believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and what, please, belief of the truth. You see, when God's salvation begins, it is now sanctifying you to the truth. It's not taking you into darkness. That's why when the fruit of the spirit is alive in your life and mine, the thing that comes out, I know Bob Gray's walking in the spirit when all of a sudden I don't, I'm not unclear about what the book says. I know that the life I'm living for the Lord Jesus Christ is where it needs to be. But on those days that Bob Gray, the Christian, starts waffling, maybe, maybe, All I got to do is go back and check what I'm surrounding my mind and my heart with. And isn't it amazing that the more you surround it with Satan's devices, the more you start weakening your faith. And when somebody says, well, that's a cult-like mentality. Everybody belongs to somebody's cult. That's why they call it culture. Everybody's in somebody's culture. Everybody is arranging their life according to the voices out here. And I'll tell you, there's a voice on the inside of Bob Gray. It's called the Spirit of God. And when Bob Gray's spirit starts waffling, and by the way, you don't want a pastor who waffles. You want a pastor... who surrounds my world. That's why I have to sit close to the book. I have to give myself to the book. And I'm I'm very ignorant when it comes to what is going on in this world. You know, when I counsel with with some some singles, they're they're like, Pastor, you know that latest movie that's out? And I'm like, "I, I don't even know what you're talking about. And they're like, yeah, you do. No, I don't. Well, Pastor, you saw on social media to where I didn't. The best thing I ever did was get off social media. And personally, I don't stalk, I don't look. Best thing I ever did. Because now, I, I'm, and I'm not perfect, neither are you. I'm just trying to put my life in the best arena. Do you, do you know you can have access to now, to preaching of old, and you can go back and pull? The, is, isn't it amazing that the old-timers preaching, that they got it right in the 1960s, and they're right about 2022? They nailed that one. You ever listen to Lester Roloff preach? Man, I was listening to him preach the other day. He preached a sermon from here, if I have my life to live over again. It was the Sunday before he died on a Tuesday, and uh, sitting right down there on that, on that front row... And let me tell you something, he got it right. You can surround yourself. I was talking to two of our men, and they were talking about going to sleep with the Bible in, in, their, in their ears. In fact, it was Brother Summerford and Brother Hicks, you know, preaching in the Bible. Okay, so my wife bought me this thing on Amazon, Brother Hicks. Brother, so I'm, I'm buying one for both of you. It's a little thing you put right there, and it's a headband, and it's got right up next to here, You can go to sleep with a headband on. The problem is, is that little square short circuited during the night and burnt a square on my forehead. And I, and I woke up in the morning going, what is going? My wife's like, what happened to you? And I said, I don't know, but buy one for Bobby Summerford and Rob Hicks. (laughs) But, but, but I want the most. Now, Brother Summerford was funny when, when he was telling, he told me that he told Brother Hicks, uh, he, he went to bed listening, right? He went to bed listening to the Scripture and, and kind of had bad nightmares. Yeah, because you were listening to Psalms. Yeah, David was fighting his enemies, but he was on the enemy side. So when y'all go to bed, pick good Psalms. <laughs> you and I struggle so much that, that understand that when the Bible... Because look at verse 13, because it says, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation. How did he do that? Through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Now, don't, don't get caught up in the election. Listen to me. God's elected everybody to get saved. God wants everybody to get saved. But not everybody God created will get saved but the way God brings us to salvation is by the Spirit sanctifying us. So the Spirit is not leading us to ambiguous living. The Spirit is not leading us to, I don't know. The Spirit of God is leading us to truth. And that's why this is the second time that it is made this way, because when he said the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, what he's saying is, The Spirit of God, when it's moving, so changes you that you become this gentle giant that you don't get shaken by anything, but you believe it. And this is what we need in Christianity. If you would go to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 38. The next place that this is used is Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 38. And and that's why spiritual people are not spiritual because their flesh got them there. Spiritual people are spiritual because they recognize my flesh can't do this. I'm putting my flesh around spiritual things. And then now if you would look at Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 38. Well, if you'll back up to verse 37, forget a little while and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. So here you have the word believe. And what it's saying, again, it's the connotation, acts. It goes from this, this altar to an unknown God. I don't know who this God is. And now we go to second Thessalonians that the spirit's taking into truth. And now in Hebrews chapter 10, there's this drawing back. No, no. When somebody, when the fruit of the spirit comes out, guess what the fruit of spirit is? The fruit of the spirit is not making you draw back to an unknown. No, the spirit of God saying, no, this is what's true. This is what, this is where it needs to be at. Never apologize for what you believe. Never back up because the spirit of God is this fruit is not for you to become wishy-washy. The fruit of the spirit is for you to become very much. No, this is what the word says. Go to Romans chapter 3 and verse 25. Romans chapter 3 and verse 25 and uh, we'll end. The kids have come. Romans chapter 3 and verse number 25, if you will. Romans 3, 25. In Romans 3.25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past. Romans 3.26, to declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, that, that, uh, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? Is it excluded? By what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Now, please know this. Again, it's I'm not trying to live like I tried to get saved. The Spirit saved me. I'm trying to live in the Spirit. But know this. If, if you look at verse number, verse number 26, to declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just the justifier of him which believeth there is this declaration that's what the word justified means it's a declaration when the, when we are justified it doesn't mean just as if i never sinned. it, it means to be declared when the manufacturer of this pin got done that manufacturer completed it and then said that's a pin that's justification justification is a declaration of who we are. And that is the word believing. When you and I believe, then this is that declaration. Go to Titus chapter 2, and this is the last one. Titus chapter 2. And then we'll just very quickly in Titus chapter number 2. And uh, if I can get there. In Titus chapter 2, if you will, in verse number 10. Titus chapter two and verse 10, not purloining, but showing of all good fidelity that we may adorn the doctrine of God, our savior in all things. Now, this verse right here, the, the word purloining is the word keeping back part. So, so the word purloin, purloin, purloining simply means I'm, 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 I'm holding back part. That's not how we live our faith. We show all good fidelity. What it means is this, is that that word fidelity is the same word for faith that's used in Galatians for the fruit of the Spirit. What it means is is that when the Spirit is moving, I don't live a double life. I don't live behavioral one way when I'm away from church and another way when I'm at church. We live in Christianity to where we have double lives. And what does the Bible say? Double-minded man is what, please? unstable in all those ways. Listen, the double life that Christians live, Ask me, answer me this, if the church stays consistent, we're not purloining, we're not holding back, we are showing all good fidelity. In other words, it means you could trust me in front of you and you can trust me without you here. All, all managers and, excuse me, business owners know there are some people who that you can trust when you're not there, you can trust when you're there, but we all know this, when people start living this purloining, when they start living this double life, and and their personal behavior is here, and the church won't change. Somebody tell me what kind of church they look for. A church that matches. But please watch this. Then they start purloining. And so then guess what kind of church they must find. And then guess why they drop out of church. Because you can drop to a level. No church is okay with that. Last night I was on the phone for about 30 minutes with a, with a dear gentleman that was like, Pastor, there's no church around here. I was on the phone with two of them. The first one was like, Pastor, there's, there's no church around here. And I said, well, well talk to me about the churches, Pastor. The, 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 the churches. Then he made a very, very insightful statement. He said, Pastor, if I join that church, I have to change my home so that we won't be looked bad in that church please listen Emmanuel Baptist Church must follow the Bible we cannot follow the culture of this world and what is happening is is that it's got to stay here because the spirit does not lead to less sanctification in Jesus the spirit leads to more if Anything, if anything, the church better start adjusting. And when good Christians come in, now let's up our game. Let's up it. Let, let's get it going. Because we don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. When you surround your life with the Spirit, this is how you walk in the Spirit. When you do that, then you will be led of the Spirit. Then this fruit will start coming out you will find yourself more loving you'll find yourself more at peace you'll find yourself more with joy you'll be able to endure seasons of struggles and although you hate it we'll be okay then you will start treating everybody gentle then you'll leave a path of goodness but one of those things that starts to happen is i don't start wavering in my belief system i start going no 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 i am more convinced I was reading the scripture about Jesus, and I'll be done. It said in there, all forsook Jesus. Jesus was all alone. But then I read over there toward Hebrews where it said he set his face like a... He is, boom, headed that way. And it was almost like he didn't really care. But who all came back? They came back. So understand, please know this, that when you start second-guessing, maybe they're right. Maybe that lifestyle is right. Please know this. That's not being led to the spirit because the spirit will bring you back with confidence. I wish somebody that was liberal would just declare, I believe drinking beer is okay. I don't know. I, I do. It's not okay. Socially, periodically, a little for thy stomach's sake I wish somebody would study that out before they espouse that kind of junk because understand this you and I have been given the greatest gift ever the spirit of God on the inside and he will guide us into all truths. thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview we trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours Please visit us at ebclongview.com if we can do anything for you. Please let us know. Have a great day.